0: You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Greetings, greetings. How are you doing? We have a um, guest here with us today, uh, Pastor James Funches from Blessed Hope Tabernacle. <clears throat> Hello, Pastor Funches. How are you doing?
1: I'm blessed to the Lord in yourself.
0: Amen. Good, good. Um, I'm so glad to have you, uh, on the show today, um, where our listeners are, you know, able to, you know, just hear about tenacity and, and not giving up and man, you're such a man of courage and faith and things like that. So we're glad to have you on the show. Um, you know, I just wanted to ask you just a few questions because, um, some of our, our listeners, um, you know, they just, they just, they get anxious or they get upset and they give up. And I just want to know, you've been pastoring for how long?
1: 22 years.
0: 22 years. And I know out of those 22 years, there's been a lot of hardships and things. What, what helps you to stay focused and um, not giving up?
1: Well, it's kind of funny that you said that because one of the things that I told him, even on the prayer line this morning, you know, about taking a, something and holding on to it. And, you know, I've always said, you know, you take a scripture and you hold on to it. And I think about when I got saved, the scripture that I held on to was an idle mind is a devil's workshop. I idle mind is a devil's workshop. And that's all I used to say. And because of that, I was like, if the idle mind is a devil's workshop, I need to put stuff in my mind so that there's no time for it to be the devil's workshop.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. And that's one of the keys that has kept me and helped me in my run. Then from there, um, just holding on, believing, standing in there, and then having people around you that help lift your hands up, yeah. people who stand where you stand and believe what you believe. You can't make it if you have the other side and you're you're going one way and they're going another way. You need somebody who's going your same way to help you you know and God and God has been good with that you know with my wife which I've been married 28 years
0: uh-huh 28 years that's a that's another uh subject that you could speak into uh because people are definitely giving up with high rates of divorce and things of that nature and I just think whether it's pastoring marriage a business job um to be able to have that resiliency the tenacity to just stay and endure in spite of. But right now it seems like we have a generation of people who get frustrated and just say, oh, forget it. And And suicide rates are also very high as well. So yeah. we get to talk around the table and kind of talk and encourage people like, hey, yeah, you know, situations do come and uh, you might fall, but you can get back up again, you know. So how would you speak into that a little bit?
1: I, I I still I, and one of the keys, as I just said, it's the company you keep. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't expect to make it when you have dead weight on you, and what I mean is that if I feel like I want to fall, evangelist, mm-hmm. and I don't have anybody to help me lift up, then it's easier for me to fall. Right. It's easy for me to quit. If I got people all raised down, and it's easy for me to get out. but you got to have people who stand with you, and you got to you got to learn how to pick the crowds or the company that you keep. You have to, if you're going to survive this thing. You know, yeah, there have been times when I've been by myself, but I've always had my wife since I've been in the ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not, you know, well, since I've been pastoring, I've always had a wife, but before then I've, I've always had God. And what I'm saying is I've had something to hold on to. Yeah. God has been my inspiration. He has been my light. And, you know, so I, I when I, even when I joined church, I didn't join church for church. I joined church for God. And so it was easy for me when the church was going through stuff for me not to go through stuff because I didn't come for the church. I came for God. Yes. And God put me at the church so I was able to hang in at the church because God put me there. People didn't put me there.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I also um think too that, you know, who's around you is very key and important. Um and one of the tricks of the enemy is to isolate people. Right. Yeah. It's to is to get you alone and to not have that 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 other person, you know what I'm saying? And the power of agreement and the power of someone, you know. So if you fall, someone's there to be able to help stand and get you up. So that's a, that's another two uh, saints that you can put in your toolbox. Make sure that the people around you, you know, know you and also too are for you. When you say that, like sometimes you can have people around you who may not be for you. And, right. um, you know, you got to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: who and, don't and, mean and, you well. It's too common. It's too common. It's even from the world. You got to you got a standpoint where people will only be with you as long as you're where they want you to be.
0: Right, right, right. And
1: you have to watch that. You know, it's like um, they don't, if people don't thrive in your successes, then you have to watch that. If people are more happier with you being down than being up, then you have to watch that. Right. If people are, you know, those those are the type of people you've got to disconnect yourself from. And I'm sorry to say that. Too often we inline ourselves with people like that because even when you come from the world to the church, yes. you, you you get this uh, thing where you're lonely because you feel like you've got no friends. But, hey, I'd rather be um, lonely in God Drug free, drunk free, than to, be, than to be in not in God and be wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, and all messed up.
0: Well, they say also, too, that misery likes company, you know, yeah,
1: it does,
0: and that,
1: but that is too much of a common saying. And the reason I say that is that misery might like company, but if it comes around me, I'm going to turn company m- misery out of company
0: well absolutely i mean it may like company <laughs> but you don't have to be the company right That's <laughs> Right. that That's you can right. uh and i think sometimes um and, and i want to speak into those uh, personalities of people who have been wounded in uh you know previously and so they might be into uh, people pleasing so um, you know, you might think that you can you, you might have a desire to get validated and and therefore you stay in abusive friendships, abusive relationships yeah. Um, yeah. where people are getting more from you than you're getting out of that relationship. And so, yeah. um, you know, that's you, you have to watch out for that. And sometimes we don't train people. Right. How to watch out for that, you know, to trust their discernment or intuition about who you, when, when when I mean, it's like we have to be fruit inspectors. Right. We have to watch people's fruit and not what they say, but what do they show you? What about. Yeah.
1: But one of the things that I got, just like you, we did at the last retreat. Know those who labor amongst
0: you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Know those who labor amongst you. Think it's important.
0: Yeah, think it's important. Yeah. And 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 not to know people after the flesh, but know who labors amongst you in the spirit. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. and that's we don't we don't tend to kind of investigate that a little bit, right? We well, that's
1: yeah. because we tend not to know people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there are people that at some churches that don't know the people who sit around them. Mm -hmm. they know them at church but that's all they know them from Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. they don't
1: know them from life and you need someone not that just knows you on sunday but knows you on monday Mm -hmm. or maybe call you on tuesday Mm -hmm. maybe see you on wednesday maybe go have lunch with you on thursday Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. have Come on now.
0: Well, well, it sounds what? like you're talking about like an investment, like people who don't mind in you know. They are investments. Yeah. Life is
1: a life is a portfolio, and you are making investments in it.
0: Yes. Yes. How yes.
1: Do you, how, how does your portfolio look? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a message right there. How does your portfolio look? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying. Um. What? 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 What are your? What are your? What are your? What? What? What, what is your outline? What are your goals? What are and who's in the who's in the factors of that? Yeah. Um, we need people to stand up. You know, like if we ever needed people to start fighting for people, it's now. But how can you fight for people you don't know? Know those who labor amongst you, like you said, not just natural but spiritual, mm-hmm. not just spiritual but natural. Yeah, yeah. Some people we know of, but we don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Definitely a combination. You know um people used to make it you know most times it seems like the best way to gather is to uh gather with food right so we'd always like meat and stuff but i find when and when we're social in those settings you know it gives people an opportunity to relax and be themselves and ask questions just have fun and i think right now um it just seems like a ministry is cumbersome because that component is not is missing people aren't yeah, spending a lot of time fellowshipping In truth. You know what I mean? Not that phony yeah, self. Do that at back, home.
1: That's why, that's why we went back to feeding on fourth Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have one person cooking. We feed on fourth Sunday. It's a give back. And it's a time. It's a time to connect. Uh, we need to connect. It's a time that, you know, um, I'm, I'm always inviting people to my house or call me up. Mm-hmm. You know, I know most pastors don't do that, but that's me. Um, because I want to know those who I'm praying for their souls. Yeah, I'm the, if I'm supposed to be the keeper of their souls, I need to be knowing them. I don't just need to see some pastors don't know even most of their congregations. Yeah. That, that, that and I have nothing against that. That's them, but with me, I know who's there. And, you know, and, and I got it from where I came from. You know, mm-hmm. my previous bishop, Bishop Bishop Smith, was one of those people. So um, he knew me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I I got I, I would sit up under him, and I would go. He owned a gas station. I went to the gas station,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and I went over there so much. He gave me a job there. You know, because <laughs> when I got saved, I didn't care about a job. I just cared about what God was doing with me. Once I got saved, there was the point of me working on my salvation, and I, what and the way I did that was to gather myself around those who I felt was going that direction and right basically in the in, 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 in head for me mm-hmm. was the pastor himself. And I was glad that he was open to allow me into his space.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know um, one thing when I, I was uh, going to Blessed Hope uh, Tabernacle, one of the things that you were very instrumental is you know, being able to know my whole family. You know what I'm saying? Be in relationship with all of them. And um, you know, even to this to this day, you know, they uh that's right. yeah Sasha and Sasha Cassandra, Cassandra. Yeah. Now
1: your little grandbaby. Yeah, now a little grandbaby. And and, 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 and and the other ones that you raised. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Um, uh, I mean you were my family. Yeah. And you're still my family. Yep, yeah. And that's how it's always been for me. I can't have it any other way. And that's yep. why we have a minute the ministry is so close that um um it was some hurt, it's some i've had some issues down the line because i had so many people and i was doing that and i wasn't watching all the time because i didn't think i had to watch all the time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying cuz i have 300 people in 6 months i was moving fast
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i didn't have that help that i needed but i'm still giving that love and i'm still giving that love and we may not have three hundred people now, but what I have got now, I have what I know. What I have now, I know those who are around me. Mm-hmm. I labor, know those who labor amongst you, mm-hmm. and that's how it's always going to be. Now, then, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have to be that way. You know what I'm saying? It's not because of what I've been
0: through; it's because of what God's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. You know, well, I always think that uh, you you make in ministry very exciting. You know, never dull. You know, it's always, um, you know, just moving. You know, it just reminds me too of the energy and the spirit of the Lord. You know, um, even as we change through seasons, you know, God is constantly moving. You know, yeah. And so
1: yeah, we're we're fighting, and regardless, and and I, I, even though I'm in a sick state because I have cancer now, but still, I'm still fighting. Yeah, I'm still not quitting. I'm still. I'm um, doing what God says, and I'm still letting people know that there is yet still hope. Yes, and someone needs to know right now, about now. Someone needs hope. the 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 person ready to commit suicide today needs to know there is hope. Yes. Um, we have people who are sick. We have people who are falling away from the church. We have people who don't know what they're going to do tomorrow about their jobs and their lives. Yeah. But we're here. To, I'm here saying there is yet still hope.
0: Hallelujah. Never give up. There's always hope. On, and as long now. as you have hope, right, you have reason to continue. Come on. Come on. The enemy is you trying to that. take away our reason, our hope. He wants That's us it. to be hopeless, you know? Whether it's health, That's whether it. it's relationships, our children, those who have fallen away. You know we just gotta we gotta hang in there and um let's talk a little bit around uh the scripture uh that tells us that we in ephesians six thirteen and fourteen put on the full armor of God so that when the day when the day of uh <clears throat> evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand and so um You know, and I love, uh, you know, basically it starts, be strong in the Lord, right? It's not even something that you have to negotiate. It isn't anything that you have to try to do. He simply says, be strong. So, Pastor, can you speak into someone who's listening? How can they be strong when they're feeling so tired and weak and hopeless? Mm.
1: Hallelujah, Jesus. um i say right now that if they understand um what god can do they can understand what he will do mm. and that's what we we need to understand that if they understand what god can do they'll understand what he will do amen all right all right and, uh, and, and 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 i say that is because too you go back to the point of what do you do what do you do with your time what do you do when you're sitting around what do you do oh my god so much is going on in life so i just say what do you do and and you know i'm kind of uh i'm, I'm kind of feeling this and, and 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 god's moving right now yeah but i just say, i i, I just gotta say even you being there with them today if they ask for nothing they get nothing come on now so if you got someone sitting there listening to you and know that they are in a place they need to reach out because even this is a given by god
0: yes yes
1: come on preacher yeah yeah yeah
0: you know and come on now and, and and that state of uh being strong is it's almost like a commandment. You just gotta do it, you know? And what helps us to be strong is knowing, he said that in your weakness I am strong. That when I am weak, he becomes strong in me. Now, to the natural mind, that you can't even perceive that. You can't even begin to understand. Right. But it's something almost that supernaturally begins to take place in your life when you begin to trust in the Lord. Right. The Bible tells us in First Corinthians 15, 58 to be steadfast, Come on now. immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so there's a combination like when he said in my in your weakness he's strong that means you have to stay connected to him right? He said, be strong in the Lord. You have to be connected to the Lord and just be strong in him. And then he said, look, be steadfast and always abounding in the work of the Lord. So in all those scenarios, it's God, right? He's our strength. He's our hope. He's our direction. The Bible tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so we can have strength. He's not talking about that physical strength when we go down to the gym, He's talking about that strength that we need, you know, in the midst of our storm. It's that awareness that uh, when I decrease, God will increase in me, you know, and supernaturally when we decrease, we begin to get take on his mind. We begin to take on his spirit. We begin to think like him. We begin to move like him and knowing the ways of God and the only way to know the ways of God is to be in God, to read the word of God, to be around the people of God, once again, we're going back to who you're associating with. Who, you know, you can be around negative people, right? And I'm talking about in the church, too. Or you could be around those people who are speaking life. And as Pastor said, he's fighting cancer. But you would not have known that if you had—and uh, in and earlier, when you were listening, you wouldn't have known that he's fighting cancer. A a disease, a diabolical disease set up by Satan to try to kill, steal, and destroy from him? No. Why? Because he's strong in the Lord. Standing in the Lord. His hope is in the Lord and what God said he's able to do. God said that by his stripes, he's healed. Now, I'm not trying to understand that in my natural flesh understanding, but I'm saying, wow, that same weakness that when we bring it to God, he said, I'm going to make you strong. I'm going to make you well. So the thing is, instead of challenging it challenging it, and fighting it, why don't we begin to re, um, rest in it, submit to it, and see what God can do? Amen.
1: Amen. 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 You better go ahead, G. You're preaching over there.
0: Well, no. You know, it's like, um, because we we have to understand that we're flesh and spirit. And sometimes we try to understand spiritual matters according to our flesh. Our flesh will never allow us to understand spiritual things. That's right. Two separate components. It's almost like two separate worlds and he also said that we are citizens of a new kingdom this spiritual kingdom is different than the natural world we live in but yet unfortunately from the time we are raised right we are raised in the natural mindset and then when we come to christ it's so hard hard to transfer over right so that's why he said you know train them up in the way they should go train them up when they wake up when they go to bed as they go through the day tell them about the lord my granddaughter woke up today talking about the Bible, Bible, just woke, woke up looking for the Bible. Why? Because every morning we try to condition her to singing the song, Jesus Loves Me. You know, but, be, you know, of course I wanted to know other words, but I said, wow, I'm going to try something different with my granddaughter that I didn't do with my own children. And that's from the womb, letting them know about Jesus. Does she understand fully the gospel of Christ? No, not yet. But her saying the words, you know, is opening the door for that transformation to take place, right? For her to become more knowledgeable and aware. Because there's Amen. in this world, there are hardships. In this world, there are struggles. In this world, there are disappointments. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God is going to deliver us from them all. We've got to stand and believe it, even when we don't feel it, even when we don't think it. Mm. And I think, Pastor Funches, you're a great example, you know, of how to overcome adversity, you know, and not just talking about it. Come on. I've watched you live it, you know, and may we all have a testimony of living it.
1: And that's important. That's important to a dying world to see someone live it. That's important. Um, If you want to help somebody, you know, the Bible said to not just be a sayer of the words, but do it also. Yeah. It's important to see people who live that. Even in a marriage, it's important to see someone who lives married. You know, when people see me and my wife, that's how we live. It's not how we show. We don't, we're not one way in church and another way in the street. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife live this. You know what I'm saying? And we stand together in it. And our children see this and other people see this and members see this. And they're like, well, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. You don't know. This is what God gives. This is what God does. And we have to live this thing. You know, and if we don't live it, what, how, what else, what else is it? And, you know, um, it, it's so important that I, I hear the fire coming from you on there. I'm like, man, she could do this by herself. Amen. <laughs> you don't need no host. You know, I mean, no guests. <laughs> but I'm like, thank God that you allowed me to come on for a minute and share. Because, you know, what I want to see is just like when I did Focus on Christ, mm-hmm. I did Focus on Christ for 20 years. <laughs> for 20 years, I did that television program on BNN. For 20 years, I did Focus on Christ. For 20 years, I prayed for people. For 20 years, I prayed with people. I, I talked to people. I gave the word of God, in season, and out of season, for 20 years. Mm. And what they need to know is that there is help. Amen? Don't fall in the trap of say, saying, oh, there's nobody good out there. Don't fall in, and that's the trap of the enemy too. Um, Don't fall in the trap and say, well, um, all churches are bad. Um, Don't fall into that place where um, people are always around gospel. Turn the table on it. Find some place that God fits, not you fit. Mm. If you're looking for a place that you fit, you you are always going to be in the wrong place. But if you're looking for a place that God fits, then you're going to be in the right place.
0: Amen. Amen. And even Joshua had to be um, reminded Several times in Joshua 1 to be strong. And, and <clears throat> it's like a loving father. I see it when he was talking to Joshua. He's like, Listen, Joshua, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous and to do not be frightened and do not be dismayed? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's yes, what we.
1: I think too, he was renewing his relationship because he didn't never had to talk to him when he was with Moses, you know, but then when Moses died, he had to remind us. I was with Moses. Yes. I'm also with you.
0: Yes. Yes. He, he definitely had to be reminded, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as we all have to be reminded, you, you know, know that that's what? why I threw that in there because look, if he had to remind Joshua like four times, all in that same uh, chapter, Um, what does he have to do for you and me? And so I kind of look at this show as an opportunity to remind you that, one, God sees you, that he loves you. He hasn't uh, left you or forsaken you, even though that's the message the enemy is trying to get you to feel like like everything is hopeless and that you have to give up. You know, you don't have to give up. You can be strong and courageous. Don't give up. Don't. Don't give up, you know. They that
1: wait upon the Lord.
0: What he's going to do?
1: They that wait shall mount upon wings as
0: eagles. Yep. They will run and not get weary, and they will come walk on. and not faint. And not, come on now. But who are they waiting on? The Lord. The Notice Lord. that every scripture that we have given you today, whether it says, be strong in the Lord, Right. And and, and so all these things are telling you, you know, in my weak what, in my weakness, he, God, is yet strong. All those scriptures are trying to get us to rely on him each day, each moment. Yeah, I have a planner, but God's saying, okay, you might need your planner for your worldly things. He said, But I need you to rely on me when it comes to these spiritual matters. Don't lean Come to on, your man. own understanding. He said, Trust in me. And lean not to your own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge me, and he will direct our path. He's going to direct our path. Come on now. Amen, amen. Well, we would like to thank uh, Pastor Funches. Uh, It's already been that time. It goes by so quick. But you are listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones, and we had a wonderful guest, uh, Pastor uh, James Funches, from Blessed Hope Tabernacle on 80 L Street. And uh, we'll have to have you back uh, next week, uh, Pastor Funches. Blessings and thank you uh, for coming on the show today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you.